1: It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there
0: is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American
1: right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks, welcome. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM ninety six. One AM 1170, the answer. This segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego. If you've never been to a gun range, that's the place you need to be. They love first-time shooters. They'll take care of you like you're related. Now, if you're a, a big-time shooter like Dramisi, been shooting forever, you know, you want to be treated such, well, guess what? They can do that as well. They are a great family-owned and operated uh, gun range, seven days a week. 10 to 10. I like to say it's kind of like a Nordstrom's gun range, just not the price. They have a rental fleet that would knock your socks off. They're constantly rotating the rental fleet, bringing in different types of weapons for you to try out because you got to try it out before you buy it. You know, and there's that'd be like buying a car and never sitting in the driver's seat. You know, you got to get out there. You got to check it out. They have amazing uh, range safety folks that will keep you safe your your fo- folks around you safe and maybe you want to do a morale builder for your business hey take the whole family down to uh or the whole company down there they'll be more than happy to, to accommodate you just go to the gun range san diego the gun range san diego everything is there make your appointments and when you go down there go up and just thank them for supporting gun sports radio because without us there's nothing lance
2: how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, man. And we're happy to have uh, uh, the legendary Joe Tremisi in the house today, yeah, he's I was Uncle Joe. Arrest.
3: Yeah, who's happy to be here. He even figured out how to come in.
2: even how to come in without security. He that did, was the best part. Yeah, that's that's how good he is. Um, and so anyway, he's a uh, you know our board member, uh Senegal County Gun Owners, mm-hmm. and we have the, the the gun prom coming up uh, next yeah. weekend on wow. Saturday. It's huge, sold out event. I think he's close to close to having. So if you haven't signed up, uh, well anyway, we look forward to seeing everybody there. App. it's gonna be a blast next Saturday night huh it's coming up man uh-huh. yeah it's coming up and th- so that's what I guess uh Mike's in the in the throes of still getting all the the uh, preparations done so he's missing the show today yeah well that's interesting. so who you got calling in this is huge so everybody was talking about uh, uh President Trump being at the NRA convention in uh beautiful Indianapolis and uh our our, our Favorite person, uh, Gina Roberts. Our cub uh, reporter. Our r- reporter was there, and she's there uh, now, and she's happy enough to take a few minutes of her time to to call into the show and give us her report and, and what's been happening over there. Gina, how are we looking? Howdy. Re- Hi, guys. How are you doing? We're looking like you're having a great time over there, seeing all your friends. I see you on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> if you haven't followed Gina Roberts, uh, please do. So, uh, wow. Hey, oh, yeah, let me do one thing really fast. What?
4: Hang on, I'm walking up to Chris Cox. Say hi to Sunny with Gunsports Radio.
5: <laughs> hey, everybody. We're here in Indianapolis having a good time. Everybody doing okay out there? Oh,
2: that's fabulous. Hey, Chris, man, thanks for coming out. We're doing fabulous. How about you guys, man? That's a big event.
5: You know, we had a great event. We had a great event on Friday with the president and the vice president. We had a great members meeting. I was able to go on the floor and see thousands of people who are getting together celebrating the oldest civil rights organization on the face of the planet. So it was a fun one.
2: And you've got one of the best, well, the best presidents on the planet, uh, especially during that speech. Were you there?
5: I I was there. I had the honor of, uh, of opening for the president and introducing the president. And those are, uh, those are always special. They're always special moments to, uh, to stand in front of a, a room full of patriots and celebrate freedom, it was a big family. It was a big family reunion, and to have the president, and the vice president, and the other speakers there, Candace Owens, and others, it was a fantastic day. And there
1: so, were, so let me, hey Chris. So let me ask you this: Is, is he bigger than life in person?
5: <laughs> you know what you see is what you get. He doesn't apologize. He doesn't really care oh, no. what anybody says. He's going to do. Uh, He's gonna do what he thinks is right, and for law-abiding gun owners in this country, it's been a uh, pretty amazing thing to watch. I uh, somewhat joked in my introduction that you know who would have thunk the most pro-gun, sec, pro-second amendment president in American history that came from a tower in New York City and yeah. not somewhere else. But yeah, you know, I we'll, when take said it, that. we'll take it. We'll continue to. Uh, to advance freedom forward and and for everybody, and it's been a great one. And there were a
2: lot of great moments during that speech, but uh, how about when he signs off on the treaty?
5: You know what, that's something that this idea is so <laughs> offensive to gun owners in this country that, yes. that the United Nations would suggest that we're guilty of human rights violations in the <laughs> United States. Again, you know these bastions of, of freedom and equality like Cuba and Iran are right. going to somehow... Tell the, the citizens of this country that if we don't adopt international gun control, that somehow we're, we're guilty of, of human rights violations. It's so offensive. It's such an outrage. Yeah. And for the president to announce that 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 trade, that trade treaty, which, right. as you know, once they're signed, they don't have to be ratified. They, they will float around out there forever until there is an anti-gun president there is an anti-gun Senate to put him into effect. So the fact that he, he made that effort and that commitment meant that freedom in this country got a little bit stronger. It truly was a historic moment. And to be there on stage with the president, to be there and, and to talk with him about it afterwards, was you know one of the, the most exciting moments in my NRA career, for sure.
2: Was that expected? I mean, that was a surprise, I think, wasn't it?
5: it it was a it was a surprise it's obviously yeah. an issue that the National Rifle Association has been working on for years um but it was a it was a great surprise and a great moment and uh, uh there was a lot of cheering going on in that crowd. I can assure you well you and you, the energy what you couldn't see yeah. what you couldn't see on t v is just the goosebumps that were going on and and the the fist pumps It was a great moment yeah,
2: it had to be um and your your intro was fabulous by the way, you know that was fabulous thanks All right. Terrific.
5: Well, guys, I'd love to come back on. I'm getting pulled in a different direction, but I appreciate everything you're doing. Hope to talk to you soon. All
2: right. Thanks for your drive-by on us.
5: All right. Take care. Thank Thank
2: you. you. (laughs) All right, Gina.
4: Okay. Well, Gina's back.
2: That's terrific, Gina. Thank you very much. What else is happening? That's huge.
4: (laughs) Well, it's um, yeah. Well, right now we're at the uh, president's reception of the NRA. Wow. Oh, Ted Nugent's here. I'm going to go. have to bother him. And um, but um, so it's just absolutely fantastic show. The, uh, I was involved in a bunch of really really good meetings had great conversations with just about everybody in the management of uh, the NRA, including Wayne Pierre and Susan Pierre, wow. Pierre. And um, decided I'm going to announce it on the air right now. I'm running for the board of the NRA. All right. I'm going to need everybody in San Diego to help me do that. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Exactly how to do that. Yeah, I'm, I've gotten some pretty good response. Even I've talked to like thirty board members, and they're all pretty much excited about the whole thing.
2: Excellent. And
4: um, so it's uh, absolutely wonderful reception. Of uh, finding people, you know, that are just totally all about Second Amendment, just like San Diego County gun owners is. So um, the uh, show is incredible. It's just like it's like a civilian shot show. You know, for the yeah and i'm i I had to apologize to Chris Cox because I just wanted him to say, "Hi, this is Chris Cox, and talked mm-hmm. to him and he got into it, so it was really early
3: uh, that's terrific so that that was great so, gene hey. this is Joe uh here. I'm filling in for Michael on the uh show this week, but uh that was oh, terrific is out, and uh yeah. and he's traveling so, around the uh, the state again, but um. That was oh, okay. really uh, that was great. And it looks like, uh, from the things I've been seeing online, it looks like uh, San Diego is pretty well represented out there. I think I yeah. saw well, Yeah, we've
4: got Piper Smith is here from Armed Equality and Leah Wallace. Um, uh, and so San Diego's in great shape. We've got a bunch of other people I've run into on the floor. Yeah. Um, Everybody that I talk to knows about San Diego County Gun Owners, which is really cool. And um, wow. everybody is, that I've talked to, including Chris Cox and Lane LaPierre, are thrilled with the fact that we're working in San Diego the way we are.
2: Uh, and, um, excellent. So. All right. Well, are you going to be in San Diego uh, uh, next Sunday?
4: Um, actually I'll be flying home next Sunday.
2: Okay. When you're, well, if you're (laughs) flying flying
4: home from New Hampshire,
2: maybe the Sunday after you'd like, we'll have you on the show. We could talk about you. Uh, you're running for the board. How's that? Oh,
4: that sounds like an awesome
1: idea.
2: Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on and do me a favor. Go over and talk to Ted Nugent and see if you can get him on the show next, next time.
1: All right. Hey, and I got one for you because I had done a gun show about three years ago. And I used to talk to Lafayette all the time. So if you get a hold of him, yeah, ask him if uh, we'd love to have him call in on this show. Yeah, need to get him back. Okay. All right, thanks, I'll, Gina. I'll mention it to him. Now that you have, okay. a, job, now that you have a job, get to it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, congratulations. Thanks again. That's How cool. huge. How cool is that? I you mean, that's really big. That's really, really big. All right, big.
1: hey, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening wow. to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. Did you hear that, folks? Gina is going to run for the board of MRI. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best news Me either. Me either. ever. Hey, by the way. Let me tell you, are you folks, have you been dragging your feet, making your AR rifle California legal in recognition of the new gun laws? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out CaliKey. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, CaliKey is cost-effective. Easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those nasty california gun laws. keep your entire ar collection intact at a price you can afford go to calikey.com k-a-l-i-k-e-y k-a-l-i-k-e-y dot com last but not least do you or any of your family keep a taser pepper spray firearm or other weapons for personal protection do you have or are you going to get a ccw well if you're involved in an incident what are you going to do who's going to pay for the lawyer fee who's going to get you out of jail guess what we have the guy Firearms Legal Protection. For less than $10 a month, you'll have peace of mind knowing you got a 24 hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. Firearmslegal.com. Firearmslegal.com or 469 310 9100. That's 469 310 9100. And if you do get in trouble, you might get our next guest as your lawyer. The law firm of Gatsky, Dillon & Balance, LLP, premium law firm when it comes to gun ownership. Go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. You can get John Dillon, and you can even call him at 760-431-9501, 760-431-9501. Any gun question, gun concern. You have John is the man. If he doesn't have the answer, he knows where to get it. How you doing, Mr. D? Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, not bad. What are you doing?
6: Uh, just uh, living the dream, trying to get my work done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
6: That's about it. Uh, no, it's uh, it's been a good weekend. Uh Did a little bit of lawyer work, and uh, now I'm talking guns, which I I always enjoy.
2: Well, glad to have you on. What you got for us this week, my friend?
6: Well, yeah, I wanted to cover a few different topics, actually. So the first thing, uh, just a reminder that, uh, again, July 1st, 2019 is coming up, and that is going to be when the second part of the Prop 63 ammunition regulations will go into effect. Uh, Now, that is uh, starting July 1st. You know, we're going to have to do uh, firearm or ammunition eligibility checks or background checks uh, to purchase ammunition. Uh, The $1 eligibility check will be conducted, and if you are uh, in the automated firearm system, California system, from purchasing a firearm in the past, uh, and you're approved then uh, you'll be able to purchase your ammunition. Uh, If not, then you'll have to pay for a $19 one-time eligibility check in which the same thing is done, except it seems that they put you into the system uh, in order to purchase your ammunition. So uh, it's going to cost more to buy ammo now. You're going to have to wait around for uh, a background check to be completed or you uh, can walk away with your ammo. The DOJ says this will take 60 to 90 seconds. Uh, I have very little faith in that. Uh, that will actually take that, that short of time. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, right now you're not limited to the caliber, calibers that you buy or the amount. And you can still make your own ammunition if you're a reloader. Uh, that is That uh, doesn't fall under any of the regulations uh, with this background check stuff. So just a quick little reminder, if you want to buy ammunition without having to go through the annoying uh, background checks, you have to buy ammunition now and not after July 1st. Uh,
2: Can I give you my prediction? What's your prediction? My prediction is this, that um, a lot of gun owners will keep their head in the sand like they normally do. A lot of them are not involved. And so, therefore, it's going to catch them all off guard, and then when they go to buy ammo after <laughs> January 1st, they're going to freak, but the system's going to crash.
6: Yeah, my, my prediction, slightly altered, is that most people will start paying attention about four days before it goes into effect. Uh, there will be a massive ammunition run in the state of california mm. and we will suffer through ammunition shortages uh, much like we did when it came to 22 caliber ammunition uh yeah. years back well we tried to uh, tell them remember
2: remember la- last year when this whole thing went down we were we've been we trying to warn people to stock up be ready you know for this so for the ones who've listened you're in great shape you know tell your friends but there's a lot of people again just don't get involved and so um i agree yeah, yeah. it's either going to be your scenario
3: or mine what do you think, Joe?
6: Yeah, neither neither are good.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, John. The um a couple of weeks ago, the uh, DOJ proposed um, making some changes or something to that rule. Do, have you heard anything on that, or do you have any information on that?
6: Yeah. So they they have proposed changes. Uh, I haven't had a chance to go through them thoroughly yet, but uh, they are online if you type in DOJ proposed changes to ammunition regulations. Uh, the important thing about that. Uh, is the public comment period, because they uh, altered their regs, Uh, the public comment period is open, and it is open until May 8th. Uh, So you can submit your public comments on the law and what you think about it and what you think of the regulations uh, until that date. So I highly recommend, you know, jump online, Mm. read through the regulations. You know, they're not too long. Take you 30 minutes to get through it all. Shot down some comments and send them in. Uh, I believe there's an email address you can submit the comments for. There's a phone number, uh, I believe, that you can also do a verbal comment. So I highly recommend you do that. My office will likely be submitting a formal comment uh, regarding the regulations.
2: Yeah, all right. Well, we would like to like to see. Yeah, copy us on it if you can. We'd like to see that. And anybody oh, else we can get involved. I know Joe is a good writer. Yeah, yeah not bad. Yeah, yeah.
3: Hey, John, yeah, are they still...
6: I prefer the articles uh, every now and then when I get a the chance. They're great. They I are. enjoy them.
3: Yep. Oh, good. That's why they're out there, right?
6: <laughs> hey, yeah, John, of course.
3: Um, they're helpful. Is DOJ still... Are they still saying they're going to have that system up and running, you know, computer-wise, <laughs> software-wise? It's going to be ready to go on the 1st of July?
6: Hmm. Uh, the last I heard, yeah, but, you know... Yeah, like, right. Yeah, much like the assault weapon uh, CFAR's website... yeah. Uh it'll either it'll be on time but it won't work or it will be extraordinarily late and it won't work uh and it'll continue not to work for a good period after it's up and running so that, that's my prediction on that uh but to jump real quick uh i'm going to expand my uh my view back to you know federal regulations federal law and even upcoming elections when it comes to candidates this is something that uh, I've been following very closely uh, is, uh, you know, the, the bump stock ban that, you know, went into effect. You know, uh, our president, he decided to back uh, a regulation change uh, by the ATF to uh, redefine what a, b- a bump stock is and classify it uh, as, you know, a machine gun or under the NFA, the National Firearms Act. Uh, and a lot of people, uh, you know, especially even in the gun world, didn't really uh, throw up a big fuss about it because, it, you know, bump stocks were, were novelty items. You know, not not that many people had them. And, you know, who you really used them anyway, they didn't have any real uh, utility purpose to them. Uh, and, and back then, and I continue to say this, this is something uh, that it goes well beyond – Uh, just the regulation of a novelty item. Uh, This was something that we had a, you know, just all of a sudden uh, the the ATF and backed by the president, they decided to change the definition uh, of what is a machine gun without changing the law and going through Congress. And uh, the threat was predicted that, Hey, this will be abused. Uh, You know, whether or not you agree with this, this platform, the way of doing this is going to be abused. And, you know, uh, just recently we had uh, one of our, uh, you know, hopeful Democrats, one of many that are, you know, bidding to get in to become president here, uh, Kamala Harris from her own state. She she made the announcement uh, that in, in the first hundred days, uh, if Congress doesn't act, she has her own gun control that she will enact by herself without Congress, uh just through much the same measures that have been used with the bump stock ban. Uh and this is the, the big threat now. We're gonna have uh elected officials and presidents now who have precedent to just change the law as they see it, as they want, uh without going through uh Congress. And And this is going to be a major threat to the Second Amendment, uh, especially if you have someone who is, you know, not a Second Amendment supporter in in office. Um, I think people need to look beyond the current office and see what certain trends uh, will give us when someone who we don't like is in power.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's scary.
3: Yeah. And I think, you know, that's even a bigger or a more dangerous threat than, you know, just specifically the gun rights or the Second Amendment, John, because, so, what's well, going to happen yeah, with that kind is. of stuff is you're, you're going to see states starting to resist that. And you're already seeing that with some of the red flag laws. Um, a lot of, they said over half of the sheriffs in the or sheriffs and over half of the counties in Colorado have said that they're not going to enforce that. And I think when if you get something radical like that, where a president just tries to override Congress, I think you'll see them resisting at the state level, which is, is I think, even a much bigger problem. Mm hmm.
6: Yeah, we, we have these checks and balances and branches of government uh, for a reason. Uh, everyone is, has their position and their role. Uh, and to try to sidestep those roles and, and, you know, go around Congress and not rely on Congress to make law, uh, that's a big problem. Uh, and it is goes against, uh, you know, our constitutional republic. It's, yeah, it does. It's not a good thing, and yep. it goes so much farther beyond... Uh, you know, Second Amendment rights. I mean, we're talking. This has potential to threaten First Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment rights. Uh, if the person in power just doesn't like what Congress is doing, what's now to stop them from just you know making whatever law they want? Uh, and by you know setting these types of precedents, it's really dangerous territory when uh, it comes to uh, the struggle of power between you know Democrats, Republicans, or whoever's in office. It's it's uh, troubling.
1: No, it's scary.
6: <clears throat> yeah. So so let's all just commit to uh getting people in office that just wanna follow the Constitution and stick with that.
1: What That's, a concept. Yeah, what a concept. We like that. Yeah. You're really on top of it today, bud. He's on fire. Yeah. He's,
6: yes. he's, I have read the Constitution. It's not too difficult <laughs> to figure out the...
1: No, it's okay, not. It, yeah, it's it's not difficult. No, really. Just read it, folks. And it, geez, it's worked this long, right? And, yeah,
6: and well, you, you can even get a little book where it has the whole Constitution right there. Yeah, uh, you can keep in your pocket.
2: Yeah, let's get let's get John on the ninth. Uh, circuit, We're uh, never going to get circuit. anybody to yeah. read that. All yeah, right, John, buddy.
1: Hey, it's, it's always good talking to you. Hope to uh, see you in studio one of these days.
2: Or at
3: the yeah, gun I gotta prom. get
1: myself in there. Are you coming to the gun prom?
6: Uh, of course I am. Uh, we our firm has the table, so uh, oh, we'll see fabulous. you guys there.
1: All right. Well, see you with bells on. We look forward to it, man. All right, guys. All right, buddy. Saturday, John. we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy, the answer. All right, folks, hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96, 1 AM 1170. This is The Answer. This segment is brought to you by, oh, no, 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 no. I got to tell you, hey, let me make sure you move my pages around. I'll move your pages, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> you move my pages. It's the good folks at Kelly Key. We're good now. We're good. Yeah, this is the good. Nope, this isn't Kelly Key. Yeah. This is Taser Pepper Spray. Firearmslegal.com. How come? Where, where did... Yeah. Oh, that's what you did. You laid it on top of that one. Okay. Hey, folks. Have you been dragging your feet, making your AR California legal in recognition of the new gun laws? Well, the way to do it is hook up with Cali Key. They can take care of all your ARs. CaliKey.com. CaliKey.com. They are amazing. Easy to install. Plus, it'll keep your ARs totally, totally legal, and that's what we want. Hey, folks, this segment is brought to you by Gun Ra- The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to The Gun Range San Diego, seven days a week. Like I said, you can't beat it. Nordstrom's at Gun Ranges, except for the price. And we got our very special guest on the line. We got Casey, where he says something about size does matter. What's up with that, Casey? Yeah, Casey, what's up with that? How you guys doing? <laughs> we're, good. we're doing good, man. Yeah, so you want to explain that to the to the
7: fans? You know, size matters when it comes to your concealed carry, okay? Let's oh, it there.
2: is that what you're talking yeah. about? The size of your pistol matters. Well, it does, because... Yeah, we're
7: not trying to compensate. We're not trying no. to compensate. We're just, you know, you know figure uh, out what works good for you.
1: Some are, but we we're not. Each our own. own right? Yeah, do each
7: Yeah, when it comes to, you know, we're going to talk about some CCW stuff today. I ain't going to talk about holsters or anything. I'm just going to talk about options for firearm ones. And it really, a lot of it can be dictated, honestly, by your body type and your body composition. I know me, I'm a little bit bigger. So appendix carry ain't really the most comfortable thing out there. But me also being bigger, I can carry a little bit bigger of a firearm without it being printing. Now, the opposite spectrum of that is one of our guys here, Kevin, he appendix carries a full-size C S P L one And it's the funniest thing, because you're just sitting there chilling, and then he's like, yeah. It's like, where? Where do you hide that, but it, you can't even see it? you know. So it really comes down to you know subcompact versus compact versus full-size. And by full-size, I'm talking, I know people carry 1911s, SPL-1s, HKs. I carry my D 9 um, It really comes down to that, what you're carrying for that time. So on the CCW, you can have you know three firearms on there. Everybody usually has a sub, a compact, and then a full size. Right now, in the U.S., the Glock 19 is the most concealed pistol there is, mm. mainly because it's just that good. Reliability-wise, it's not the thinnest of them. Say, like, an NMP Shield, which is very, very thin on streamlined, or a Glock 43, the new 43X. Me, personally, I like the 48, but, you know, here in the great state of California, it's oh, so much fun trying to get a hold of
2: one of those. Joe was smiling about when you said 19.
3: Yeah, because mm-hmm. well, cause I started out with the 26 for concealability mm-hmm. and bumped up to the 19. And uh, I've mm-hmm. gotten to the point now where the 19 is extremely comfortable and now with a standard capacity magazine in it. Um, mm-hmm. It works out really well, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of a bigger guy too, right? Is that that mm-hmm. would that be accurate? You think well, I don't bigger? think you can carry a concealed carry AK forty seven, but uh, but I can handle a 19, the nineteen would be 19. good, yeah. And uh, and it's actually nice because uh, you know, I mean, it feels I shoot both of them about the same, but the nineteen mm-hmm. just feels better and it's really comfortable and it's very concealable.
7: Yeah, but the twenty six was probably one of the first subcompacts out there that a lot of people use for concealed carry. Yeah. I know for you know, S D P D that was like one of the only ones that they were allowed to conceal carry off duty or on duty, whichever. And so a lot of guys got that and then Glock got wind of it and that's when the forty three came out. And the forty three great and everybody went on the forty three and then everybody's like, Wow, everybody wants a Slim nine mil subcompact gun. So then you have the P three sixty five, the Sig nine thirty eight uh, there's a couple of them, all, uh, the Springfield EMP is also a good one. 're a little more on the big side. But yeah, it really just comes down to which one's going to work for you and what where you're carrying it. Um, some guys like doing appendix. Me, it's, it's okay. I mean, it is quick. It is accessible. Uh, I tend to prefer the 4 o'clock position on my back right hip. And sometimes if, you know, you're carrying your Glock 19 or something bigger, you can wear it outside of the waistband holster and just wear like a little sports jacket or something. You have no idea it's there. I mean, unless you're, like, bending over and it's printing and stuff. But, hey, that's the nature of the beast when it comes down to that. Yeah, when it comes to subcompacts, the Glock 26 was a good one. What I know a lot of people used to do, too, was they'd get the 27 and 40 cal. And I, you know, I me, mean, I despise the 40 cal, but they'd get, like, the Storm Lake conversion barrel and have this bull-barrel Glock 27. I like
2: that right idea. We talked about that last week. That's cool. Uh-huh.
7: Yeah, that was an absolute little tack driver. You know, a lot of people don't understand that you can do that with a lot of the clock. I had no idea. And I, 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 yeah, I tell people almost every day in here, and they're like, "What? I don't have to shoot forty cal?" I'm like, "No, you can you can upgrade into a nine mill. You know, I mean, just get used to it." But yeah, that's and the other thing about it comes down to your rounds. Um, uh, Lance, what uh, what grain are you carrying for your? CCW. You
2: know, I need to come in and talk to you about that because I'm I I'm just mm-hmm. carrying just a you know just some standard bullet. I need some decent something with some punch. So
7: Got it. So what I found what we've been doing, we got a he uh, Jay is one of our he's like our assistant GM and he's doing a lot of basically ammo inventory. So we have about ten different brands of nine millimeter holo Oh, good. that we've been testing out. And so we got a bunch in here, a bunch of different brands. And what I found out, and it is I'm not sure if I'm not, but through testing is the heavier grain bullets. they have these 150 grain HFTs Ooh. and I was shooting through a Glock 43 and it was the most comfortable shooting Glock 43 I've ever felt really because so I, I
2: usually use a 43 so that 150 is that, that not too
7: hot no no not at all it, it mm. barely pops out, it's like a Glock 19 I was very surprised because uh, my buddy has a the car CW9 which is mm. almost like a Glock 43 super small and you know when I'm out there training I have normal 115 grains and those things yeah but 115 grains coming out, they're just so snappy, you know, and they're coming out there super fast and not. So when you get that mm-hmm. heavier bullet, it kind of slows it down a little bit, and it makes it extremely comfortable. So a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, start investing in different rounds and figure out which one's working. The smaller guns, those heavier grain bullets make it a lot more comfortable and it's not going to shock your hands. And, again, it's an HST. It's an excellent round when it comes down to it. Accurate rounds on target is all that
2: you need. Let's you know, ask Joe when it comes to grains. Let's ask Joe what he's using.
3: Yeah, and I, I had the same uh, experience with the uh, just with the competitive shooting. I went from the one fifteen mm-hmm. grain up to the one twenty four for that reason, mm-hmm. and uh, and it works great now. I'm real happy with that. I was going to ask you yeah. if you did anything with the uh, the Hornady um, the Critical Duty because I think that's what I, I switched agree. to. I have them in my gun. I have them in my gun right now, uh, and, and that's what I'm. That's what I use now for my yeah. carry guns. I'm running
7: because uh, so we had three different ones. We had. Uh, 124 grain plus P, one thirty five and then 135 plus P. I'm just running the normal 135s,
3: and that's uh, what I think VP I've got as well. P. Okay.
7: Yeah, my VP9 I'm loves them. That. It's working great. Um, there was another one. God, what was it? Buffalo bore. They had some big old ones there. Mm-hmm. Buffalo bore just makes them absolutely outrageous heavy bullets, which is kind of funny. But we, what I do have is um, family friend gave me some of their old rounds, and they're 124 grain plus P plus
3: nine mil rounds dang okay because
7: they 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 smoke well the nice so thing they're
3: old okay the but... uh i was gonna say the nice thing with the glocks is uh they're happy with everything so it's uh mm-hmm. it's hard to find one that the glock doesn't like but i ended up with the um the hornady just because you know it's a law enforcement thing i think the fbi went with that mm-hmm. or something so i thought okay if, if anything ever does happen at least i've got you know i'm using the same stuff that they're using
7: Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, the critical duty, they're the ones that I carry. I like them because they have the polymer tip that will help with the contraction. So if, say, God forbid, I have to like shoot through glass or through a door or something, it's going to control the expansion until it hits that soft tissue, and then it has that good band on. There's other ones that we had were uh, Remington Golden Sabre Black Belts. Those were excellent rounds, too, that were law enforcement only for a while, and then they released them to uh, civilian use. And there's basically a steel ring around close to the base of the bullet, And what it does is it controls the expansion, so it can't fragment. It just makes it mushroom to that certain point, and then it stops the mushroom, and that's when you get a good tumble effect through. So it's not necessarily sending out shrapnel or spalling. It's just one big mushroom round going through. So I use those in my Glock 19 for most time.
3: So, hey Casey, while you're on that subject um, with the ammunition and the carry guns, how often do you... um, use your carry gun and um, how often do you practice with it with the carry ammunition because I'll shoot mine from time to time just to, to stay current with it but I'll I'll shoot my regular loads and then maybe I'll shoot a box of the, the critical duties from time to time. How regularly do you do that?
7: I usually do it like I like to cycle my rounds out probably every two months because I usually keep in the mag and whatnot and it, that's, just my, that's just what I like to do. I like to have nice fresh rounds in there because it comes down to it. I want to make sure they're not all discolored. You know, them will get mushroom from being chambered and then unchambered and rechambered and unchambered back and forth. So I'll cycle mine out like roughly every two months. That's my persona. I I know guys that do it every three months. Some guys that have never done it. So for me, it's just an excuse to test out different rounds. So yeah, every month, every two months I'll go through, check out. So there's some new, there's some new critical duty over here. Oh, it's 124 grain plus P. Let me try those out and see how it works. Uh, cool thing about the critical duty plus P's, or the critical duty is they come in boxes at 25. So back in the day, you know, you had your 10-round mags and whatnot. You know, test out a couple five rounds out, out of the way and then still have your 10-round mags in there. But, yeah, critical duties, I, that's the ones that I like. Uh, a lot of our guys here like the HSTs, too, which are excellent rounds. But I don't know. There's just something a little red tip on the critical duty. That just keeps me on there.
2: <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you need to get down there and see Casey, Gun Rain, San Diego, and, uh, you know, for your concealed carry ammo. And Casey, by the way, a uh, uh, rumor has it that we might be seeing you at the uh, gun prom on Saturday.
7: The rumor is true. I will be there. Fabulous. Right. I'm making a guest appearance. A uh, guest I tried, appearance. I tried to convince, him, I was trying to convince him to let me wear my American flag overalls because that is my, you know, my dress up, but... I guess I'll have to put on some slacks and a nice button. Yeah,
2: you
3: can wear your overalls nah, if you whatever want. Whatever you want to do, you should. That's my occasion for my rattlesnake boots. So yeah. you should have your overalls. There we go. All I'll right. Put
1: on my, I'll put on my.
2: I'll put on my cowboy boots. We'll look
3: forward to seeing you.
2: Example.
3: Sounds Fabulous. like a plan.
1: All right, folks. Hey, thanks a lot, Casey. Always appreciate it, folks. Go down, and check out Casey at Gun Range San Diego, the Nordstroms of gun ranges. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. We got Stan the Gun Man. Just because Michael's not here, we're going to try to stump this kid right here on Gun Sports Radio. FM 961AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Guns Sports Radio right here on FM one AM 1170. The answer. Hey, do you or any of your family uh, keep a, a taser, pepper spray, firearm or other weapons? Well, do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay the bail and expensive lawyer costs? Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month. You'll have peace of mind knowing A 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com, or you can call them at 844-357-9400. All right, hey, we got Stan, the gunman. How you doing, buddy? Sam, that is. Hello, Sam, the gunman, where are we? Where is he? I don't know. There he is. How you doing, Sam? I'm good. How are you? Hey, Lance is all ready for you, man. He's, he's, got a, he's got a question.
2: All right, Sam, you got your chocolate milk lined up in front of your San Diego County gun owner's glass. I've got the glass. This time it's apple juice. Apple juice, baby. You're on fire. What time is it, is it in beautiful uh, Virginia, United States? It is 749 out here on the East Coast. That's fabulous, man. Well, listen, uh, first off, I want to tell you, I'm, I'm sorry that I missed you uh, in Nevada. I know you were hanging out with Michael Schwartz, and I guess they had me on, on another range. Did you have a good time?
8: Um, yeah, it was, It was. Um, I had a blast,
2: if you'll pardon the pun. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty different, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, I, I did the two-day. Did you do the four-day? Um, I was only there for two days. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. And oh, and then what were you shooting?
8: Um, I was shooting a Glock 17 Gen 3 that, uh, was a rental from there.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Darn it. I had a TRP operator brought for you, but
3: for you, but I wasn't on the same range. Did you have something for him, Joe? That's, uh, I just, uh, I wanted to point out, didn't you, uh, last time, Sam, you were telling us about that and I think Michael had the small gun. So we had the big guy with the small gun and then the smaller guy with the bigger gun. Is that what happened?
8: Michael had a Glock thirty, which is um, the the subcompact forty five, and I had the Glock seventeen, which is the the full size nine mm yeah, So that was man. kind of funny. He said his hands were stinging by the end of day too. I was just fine.
2: Yeah, well, you would be. That's just the perfect thing to shoot. So anyway, that's cool, baby. All right, well, we'll get on with the uh, the question. And, and you know, and 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 Joe and I were talking, uh, you know, off off air about you know these questions. Um, you know. We, we don't give them to you ahead of time, and, and we know you're quite the enthusiast, and you've learned this by just, you know, gravity over the years, so uh, we appreciate you being on the show. So here comes the, uh, the random question uh, for the week. Are you ready? Yep. So this is going to be uh, Julie in San Ysidro, California, and she writes asking, In dealing with rare pistols, what is a squeezer pistol?
8: Julie from San Ysidro, um, good question. What is a squeezer pistol? Yes. Um, I haven't really heard the term very often, but um, I believe it refers to pistols um, that have, like, a, a big trigger you squeeze with, um, with all your fingers, or some sort of squeeze cocking or squeeze safety mechanism like the HK P7. I'll
2: uh, give you a, a little bit more of a hint. It's also known as a Chicago palm protector pistol. They sometimes go by that.
8: Oh, 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 yeah. those. Yeah. yeah, I know those. Yep. They're, um, they were these little subcompact uh, concealed carry pistols from the early 20th century, yep. and they were made to, um, it was sort of this round disc-looking thing, and you were supposed to hold it in the palm of your hand with this little, short, stubby barrel poking out from between two of your fingers, and instead of a conventional trigger, um, you just sort of squeezed it between your palm and fingers, and that fired off a shot, and it was hopefully mostly safe for the firearm.
2: Yep, that's exactly it, baby. I I, I knew you would know it, but uh, congratulations, that's it. And uh, uh, they were, I guess they were pretty popular back then. I mean, I haven't seen anybody... uh,
3: Using them lately, I guess the Derringers and the other type of uh, ones have taken over, right, Joe? Well, forever. You know, if you haven't seen one of those, one of the old Steven Seagal movies uh, shows him. He's sitting in his room cleaning one of those one night. And he's got a a little display case of old antique firearms. And he, he pulls out exactly one of those things and he pulls it apart and he's cleaning the thing out, which I think that was the first time I'd ever seen one.
2: That's it. So that's the Squeezer uh, pistol, also known as the Chicago Palm Protector pistol. So, all right, baby, you nailed it again. We appreciate it. So uh, until next time, same bat channel. We'll see you next week.
8: Yeah, um, and for, for anyone who's listening, yep. um, I will be at gunprom. So if you've got a question, you can just come up and ask and either I'll get it right and hopefully prove that um, I'm not being fed these questions in advance or I'll get it wrong and it'll be a learning
3: opportunity. Oh, either man, way, that's yeah. fabulous. That's great. Well, I look forward to seeing you there, Sam. It'll be fun meeting you here. Well, nice I'll surprise. have a question for you, I think.
2: I, I really look forward to it. That's great. All right, brother. Thanks again. We'll, we'll see you next Saturday. Safe travels. Thanks. Thank you very much. Well, that's a nice surprise.
3: Yeah. Oh, what did he knew it? Yeah. or he's Well, no. Well, I knew problem. he knew it, but uh, <laughs> but
2: that he's going to be a gun problem. That's really cool.
3: Yeah, I think maybe I'll ask him there because if you guys don't remember, because uh, I'm curious to see how he learned all this stuff. You know, being you know his age and everything. Because these are not just uh, these are not Pedestrian just general questions. questions. Yeah. I mean, some of these are pretty detailed questions, and uh, he uh, seems to know them pretty much all the time. Amazing, amazing human. Uh, okay, so uh, next on the line, you know. Um, we we
2: try and promote uh, dif- different things happening around San Diego County and and, and getting uh, people to use their firearms and take them out and practice them and with them and use them and and that kind of thing and so you got me into going up to the uh, Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club and shooting the matches maybe you could talk about that for a second and maybe uh, introduce our next guest.
3: That's right. Uh, yeah, Paul's matches at um, the Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club that shoots up in Alpines where their range is. And, um, and I always get this mixed up and like oh, I should know better by now. It's all right. It's, uh, well, cause I shoot matches every Saturday and I, I believe it's the first and third Saturdays I shoot at Alpine and the second and fourth, I'm at Pala yeah, or vice versa. Yeah. But Paul will straighten, straighten us out. But, um, anyway, the matches at uh, Alpine are just a great place to start. I mean, it's really friendly people. Yep. The stages are fun. Uh, people will help you out and it's really a good way to, um, to just get in there and get shooting, because uh, you know one of the things, guns are a lot more fun if you actually take them out and shoot them, and, uh, yeah. and these matches are a great way to do it. So we have Paul on the line? Yeah, Paul's on the line. So, Paul, welcome to the show. This is uh, Joe Dremisi, so you uh, remember me probably from the Saturdays up there.
0: Of course, Joe. How you doing?
3: Oh, I'm doing great. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm doing great, actually. I don't tell you about my back. That's why I haven't been shooting the last couple of weeks. <laughs> oh. But I will be back here, and uh, give me a few more weeks, and I will be seeing you again. So, Paul, I was pretty intrigued by
2: your um, your next match coming up. It's pistol and shotgun.
0: Yeah, this is um, this is a bit different because yeah. of uh, club circumstances. We're uh, limited this match to only the pit area, which is. Would usually we have the whole range, the rifle area, and the pit area, mm-hmm. which is for handguns only. So we decided to set up uh, five different challenging steel uh, shoots. Um, and run them there and then uh, because it's going to be such a short match if we just did a pistol only we said we'll we'll do it once at about 10 to 15 yards with pistol and then run everybody again through it about 15 to 18 yards with a shotgun
2: that's fabulous and then so for people who haven't done it before as far as the pistols concerned can you, we only got a couple of minutes maybe you could talk about that but also what kind of shotgun too i, I haven't been involved in that
0: uh, any kind of shotgun. Well, wow. uh, you won't you won't be served well if you do a side by side or an over and under. Okay, so so any pump, any semi automatic will work perfectly. We use seven and a half or eight shot. Uh, okay, uh, good. Seven and a half or eight light shot because yep. you don't want to hurt yourself. No double up buck, no slugs. That's way too heavy. Good. All right? uh, as far as a handgun goes, uh, you can use revolver. You can use any semi automatic uh, handgun you want, um, except. Mm. Uh, typically for 44 magnums we download those to uh, 44 special levels we create our own handloads for that okay but, although i got to tell you at one time i uh, not too long ago a couple months ago i shot my desert eagle 44 magnum in one of our matches so that was you're an animal <laughs> well no i just wanted to see if i could actually
2: do it <laughs> That's fabulous.
0: I, I finished last, but I had a blast shooting.
2: It. Yeah, he, he had a blast doing it. And so, how many magazines should someone bring if they bring their Glock okay. or whatever they bring?
0: If you bring you know, your standard Glock yeah. uh, XDS, uh, you know CZ, whatever you want to bring, yep. at least three magazines. At okay. Yeah, four or more is better. Yeah. Because sometimes the stages, the normal matches, the stages we do a uh, a forced reload we want you to shoot Good. several targets reload moving to the next station shoot several targets reload moving to the next position so okay uh, yeah so at least 3 4 or more is better but 3 will work
2: and then um the this time the how much is it uh, for a rifle and shotgun this time around
0: Fifteen dollars, one the normal, the normal deal, yeah. for two, I'm not going to make it uh, fifteen for each. That's ridiculous. Right. It's, it's a it's a short match and it's small, so you know I set the gate fee and that's what it's going to be this time.
2: Boy, what a lot of fun! So you can get your you know get your pistol out there, your holster, whatever. If you haven't done it before, these guys are great at walking you through the steps, and then you know bring your shotgun too. What a great day!
0: Oh, I tell you, it's just we look forward to these. These are these are unusual matches for us. Yeah. But we have. So much fun doing them, and and like you said, there there's so many good people there that we yeah. we love having new shooters with us because, and I'll tell you again, like I tell you every time, when I give the safety brief for any of our matches, the first thing we say is we're here to practice safe gun handling, all important.
2: Yeah, that's, that's absolutely. absolutely. Uh, where do they get a hold of you, yeah, real quick, as we wind up?
0: Um, you can, well, you can call me at uh, 540- Nine six zero zero.
2: Wonderful. All
1: right. All thanks right, again. buddy. Hey, thanks a lot. We always appreciate you calling in. Have fun and be safe. And we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure. Thank weekend. you. All right, folks. Well, you're listening to Gun Sports Radio what a Show and we definitely want to thank all our sponsors Gun Range San Diego San, the Gun Range San Diego San Diego County Gun Owners CAfirearmslaw.com firearmslegal.com and key.com that's K A L I K E. and Callie Key's
2: going to also be at the uh, at the uh, gun prom all right so let's stay tuned folks
1: i got a great show lined up for you with Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. don't touch that dial